Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Get over to Leon Tailoring for that young person who graduated. Congratulations, by the way. And make sure they've got the clothes for that big job interview. Hey, the economy may be good, but you still got to dress for success. And Leon Tailoring, they can help your young person do that with a professional wardrobe and attire that they need. And so all those years of college and getting a degree do not go to waste. So Leon Tailoring, the perfect place to get your young professional off to that start in the world of work. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Well, it's time for our monthly visit with Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks. Uh, let us know how life is going on in the swamp that traded malaria for politics. So, Congresswoman Victoria Sparks, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to chat with you. Always a pleasure. Nice to be back home this week. Uh, so how are things in D.C. these days? Well, it's as you know, it's definitely a swamp, a lot of drama, a lot of um, excitement, comedians studying reports and questioning letters and a lot of paper shuffling. But we have do have serious problems. So hopefully we'll get to back to work at some point. Uh, so let's talk about uh, one of the big issues, obviously, the debt ceiling uh, and, the, and the negotiations, conversations taking place uh, with that. The, the federal government is expected to run out of money uh, between July and September. Uh, House Republicans say, hey, we want some spending concessions. The president say, no, what? We, we've done this for years without spending concessions. We want to keep going forward. Uh, so what, what's the Republican strategy for dealing with the debt ceiling? Well, I think we do need to have a serious discussion. We cannot continue on this path and have a lot of our funds going bankrupt. And a lot of things people don't realize that a lot of this money don't go to we the people. It's, it subsidizes a lot of large special interest groups, a lot of large monopolies, oligopolies that become now oligarchs and controlling politicians in D.C. So I think Republicans need to have backbone and actually push back and say, no, enough is enough. We cannot be bankrupting American people in our country and have a serious conversation and serious proposals because it doesn't work like cut and slash. We actually have some areas like our border that we need to better fund the security out there. But we need to make sure that we have oversight so that security is not going, the money to go and bring illegals into the country, but actually help our border patrol and help, you know, us to secure the border. We're actually going to go with judiciary next week to the border because situation is serious. Uh, one of the things that uh, there's been talked about with the debt ceiling has been uh, where our money goes. And a good chunk of it is uh, Social Security, it's Medicare, Medicaid, uh, it's uh, national defense and its interest on the debt. So the, so the part that a lot of folks think is government, government is really a, a small portion when compared to those programs. Can you folks balance the budget or get, get to a balanced budget or deal with the debt ceiling issue without touching defense, Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare? Well, but let me tell you something. We'll have to balance the budget because these funds are going bankrupt. So we have no choice. We'll have to deal with them. Medicare is going to go bankrupt in 26, which is not that far away. But if we look at Medicare, for example, we have so much fraud and abuse in the system that we have to be dealing with. I mean, Medicare, Medicare, all this government problem, we just actually recently had, you know, Indiana Attorney General won a lawsuit on Medicaid fraud. We have fraudulent billing that we're dealing with Medicare, you know, with hospitals, you know, which is really, I mean, they call it dishonest billing or neutral site, neutral payment, but it's really fraudulent billing where they're defrauding Medicare and billing much more than they should be incorrectly on purpose. And we can't build in Taj Mahal paying millions and executives have billions and bolstered it's unacceptable so every sector has enormous amount of subsidy so we actually can improve value can improve competition have more benefits for receiving 
billions of Medicare and also eliminate fraud and abuse in the system, and it will save billions to us. So we need to start moving the needle on them and start reforming some of these programs because it's outrageous how costly they are and not helping the people. But we do need to have a backbone. And unfortunately, Democrats became communists and Republicans don't have the backbone to deal with the machine. So that's what my discussion was with Kevin McCarthy. I personally had few little encounters with him. And I said, Kevin, we have to be serious. We cannot just be talking heads, go on TV, write books, and be empty suits. We have to start governing. We need to pick few issues that are important for the American people and actually deal with them and push back on Biden administration because Schumer is in bed with large hospital monopolies. But American people will be with us because it's hurting them, it's hurting value of health care, and we don't want to have a government takeover of health care. So we'll see if Kevin does, but I think we're going to continue pressure him. Our guest on the program today is Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks. Let's get us up to speed on what's been going on uh, in Washington, D.C. lately. Uh, Congressman, you talked about uh, a trip to the border. Uh, what's going on there? I think it's a disaster. I mean, we just have a lot of now committees, actually. We just had Energy and Commerce Committee had hearings yesterday on all of the drugs and what's happening really with cartels and everything else there. I mean, people are dying. We have a serious situation. A lot of money are now controlled by cartel borders, pretty much controlled by them. We have areas where we cannot even check what's going on. I mean, this is post-national security crisis. So I think we're trying to bring more visibility, try to visit more, even have hearings on the borders so we actually can get administration, you know, to work with us. I mean, I was talking even with some of the Democrats in our judiciary comedians. I said, listen, just like as, as Americans, as people that cares, as human beings, can we just find the common ground and the truth to at least secure the border and do something with this? Because we have now cities full of crime and drugs and violence, and we have very violent people crossing this border, and it is very dangerous for our national security, and we're involved with a lot of different conflicts around the world, too. You know, let's just work at something, you know, so they kind of say, yes, 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 but in reality, unfortunately, this, you know, administration hasn't been doing nothing, so I actually was even debating maybe to reach out to them and say, hey, can you just have some common sense? This is a really serious situation. So we'll see. We have to do something. But at least to bring visibility and start doing more oversight that we can put some of these executives, you know, to their feet to the fire and, you know, and answer some questions. And they don't want to do that. Uh, Indiana Congressman Victoria Sparks with us on the program today. Uh, Congressman, I also want to talk about, uh, speaking of national security, uh, the, the current situation with the Chinese and some of their uh, spy balloons uh, flying over the United States. Uh, what, 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 do, what do folks want? Because apparently it, it looks like it uh, was sort of blown off course, and then uh, we sort of end up in this situation here. Then the Chinese saying, hey, there have been 10 times since Americans have done the same thing with us. Well, I think, listen, this is actually kind of, you know, spending all these billions. I mean, it's kind of a joke that we cannot bring the balloon down, really. (laughs) We can't bring the balloon down. It's a joke, okay? But I think what we need to do, the problem that's happening right now with the federal government, the federal government is involved with so many things. There are so many, I mean, they love power. They they keep grabbing more and more power. that They actually cannot do the core function very well. National defense. 
you know, border security, interstate commerce, and protected constitutional rights, these are core key functions. And the rest is stay the hell out of people's way. Let states deal with this issue because they're much more closer to people, much more agile deal with other issues. So since they centralize so much power, education, health care, all of the economy, all decisions are now made by oligarchs over there and that little guy in small businesses are getting screwed. So it's becoming a huge problem. They cannot handle issues like national defense and thinking about that. I and mean, Chinese are using, it's very clever. It's ancient some technologies, right? We think about all of these advancement stuff, which we really need to modernize because China and Russia are advancing a lot of other things that we haven't been doing and not being proactive because we do committees and paper shuffling. But we need to really look how we can modernize, how we can be more proactive and deal with that. And if China is going to do things like that, you know what? There should be some you know, consequences to things like that. We shouldn't just say, oh, you know, China is bad. No, we should start looking how we are going to have some serious responses. We know we cannot do what Obama did with Crimea. It's like, oh, okay, we have a little <laughs> incursion here, a little there. I mean, that's emboldened adversaries and perceived weaknesses. It's created more, more aggression. So we need to be tough on them and say, this is stuff is not going to work like that. You're not going to be flying over our territory. That's BS. And we have ability to deal with that issue. But we're doing a lot of politics. The whole federal government is like a circus observing political maneuvering and spending more time worrying about election, backstabbing, getting power, getting the money, not actually governing. And it's to the point that I just, it's like insane. As a normal person, like I need to get back home sometimes and just, you know, get my sanity back because I'm like thinking, oh my gosh, this is like, I cannot believe that adult people are not stupid, okay, acting like idiots and like kids. Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks with us for a few more minutes on the program today. Uh, Congresswoman, let's talk about your decision uh, to not run again, either not run for the Senate or run for a uh, re-election. You talked about uh, your family, your daughters. I've met your daughters before. They're lovely girls. you got a great mom and dad. Uh, tell us a little bit about your decision to not run again. Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, it was a very difficult decision for me. Uh, I love my state. I love my country. I love, um, you know, the people and I, I love the freedoms we have. And I understand how important it is to fight to keep them. But I always understand it's always good sometimes to regroup, to reintegrate, let other people do some things, you know. And I think it's, it's a time, like I thought, I need to step back. My girls will be in a few years out of, you know, out of the house, probably called me once a year, hopefully, you know, and need to kind of put the businesses in position that I have more flexibility. But it also gives me more time in the next two years because I have a lot of work. I have some major reforms that I'm pushing in Congress, some major issues I'm working on. No one likes to do legislation over there. And there is no lobby for the people over there. So it gives me more time to do that. And also kind of, you know, sometimes you have to regroup. So it's good to know. And because everything you do, you have to prioritize. And it's very difficult to multitask. And I prioritize work and politics for a very long time. And, you know, and it's important. And I will deliver some things. But, you know, I think that some, you, you, you stay in, you know, in D.C., for too long and you start kind of lose your sanity and common sense so it's always good to do that and for any person it's never good to be involved in politics for too long without stepping back and I think you lose the strength agility, determination and then you can kind of reassess 
what is the best you can do to bring the most value? Because I care dearly about our country and for everything was was the freedoms that we have and people die for our freedoms. I understand that because I lived on the oppressed environment. So I want to make sure that our children have the freedoms and we're losing a lot of freedoms. Look at the censorship. You know, what we're becoming like totalitarian regime with dictatorship of opinions. You know, that people are afraid to express opinions. That is very dangerous. So we have a lot of fights to fight. But you don't always have to be the encounters. Actually, sometimes more freedom and flexibility gives you more ability to fight some fights because you have more time and freedom. All right. Well, our guest on the program day has been our good friend, Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks. Talk about uh, Washington, D.C. and her decision not to run for re-election. So, Congresswoman, as always, we appreciate uh, you being with us. Uh, we'll talk to you soon and hopefully next month. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.